Hey, hey, so you know how I am all about your success, right? And when I say success, I'm not just talking about you making money. I'm talking about you finding your place in this world so that you make the money, but also make the impact and find fulfillment. So I created an amazing tool that I think will be so valuable to you on your success journey. It's called the zone of success. It's a simple three question exercise, but it will help you uncover your gifts, your talents, and help you position yourself for your success so that you can understand what you carry, how you can bring value and grow in your different spaces you operate in, and then position that for your success. Does that sound like something you're interested in? Then check out the zone of success. There's a link in the description box. Check it out and let me know how it goes. All the best in your success. And now to today's episode. Hello and welcome to On Your Lane. This is the best place for ambitious people who are taking charge of their lives, making that income, making that impact and living fulfilling lives. And today we are getting deeper into relationships, right? We're talking about relationships that work. Yes, how to build strong, how to build successful, beneficial, healthy relationships. I believe that this is important in every success journey because nobody succeeds alone. So we can talk about various types of relationships, but today I want us to talk about this partnership between a man and a woman, which leads to marriage. I'm going to talk about my experience with that. There's been a lot of mistakes I have made and there are a lot of mistakes that could have been avoided had I known better. And so I have experienced the negative aspect of relationships that don't work and then the positive aspects of relationships that work. Hey, hey, just to pop in and say, when I was recording this, I was in the zone. It kept going and going. And when it was time to end it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is so long. It got up to around 30 minutes and I couldn't just post one 30 minute episode. And so we're going to do this as part one and we'll come back for part two. So stick around to watch part two next week. Is that okay? Let's keep going. I came into my relationship, my marriage, with the whole mindset, which at the time I did not know was toxic. And so when I share these things, I'm not sharing in judgment. I'm sharing because I also have made similar mistakes. And when we fix these things, they don't only help us feel good or have a partner, but they can also help in a big way in the careers we want to build, in our general happiness, in the children we want to have, in the generations in the future, in whatever life you want to build. Having an amazing, amazing relationship can do wonders. I love a verse in the Bible that says, the one person can chase a thousand, but two can chase tens of thousands. I think that's what it says, but it's the synergy that is created when you are in a partnership and you know where you're going and you're well coordinated. You understand your strengths and weaknesses and you partner up and cover each other. There is so much power in that and we're going to get into that today. Why do I care so much about relationships? It's because of the power they hold. And also being a Christian, it's something that I've always been interested in, that when God created the earth, he didn't create a church. He didn't create a company, he didn't create a business, he created a family, he created a marriage. He said, man, wife, work this field, fill the earth and multiply. And you're thinking, okay, there is something there. There is something about a man and a woman coming together and working together towards one mission. It's not just a regular partnership. For me, marriage is bigger than that. And I'm not just going to talk about marriage. Of course, my experience is prior to marriage, after marriage, I've been in marriage for about 10 years, so it's very influenced with that. But I'm going to talk about just the things I see that I could have avoided and the things 
that I could have done better in and what really did work. What I hope to get across today, and I hope we can agree on this, is relationships still do matter. In as much as there's been a lot of attacks on relationships, there's been a lot of negative vibes, there's been this side chick culture, there's been a lot of independence. And understandably so, because we've seen a lot of toxicity, abuse, coming out from all these relationships and it's easy for you to just write this whole thing off and that's what I did you know personally and it had its own repercussions and I, I hope to expound on that as I go but here's the thing relationships are that area where we don't really work on I don't know about you but I'm an accountant I'm an entrepreneur I have read books on entrepreneurship I have gone to school to be an accountant I have practiced to learn and there was no shame in me learning to be an accountant there was no shame in me paying to get my accountancy degree but nobody talked to me about marriage and investing in myself for marriage so how do we expect to be good at things we have not invested in there is no way you're going to trust an accountant or an engineer who says, well, you know, it's just, I just go with the flow. Have you been to school for engineering? Oh no, but I can build your house. You know, I know these things. You won't trust them. Let's say you need to have an operation as a doctor and the doctor says, you know, I haven't been to medical school, but I'm really, really good at this. I have a good heart. My intentions are right. Are you going to trust them? Are you going to let them operate on you? Even just take your blood. Are you going to let them do that? Probably not. So everything we're good at is because we have consistent and even strategic effort applied towards it. We subscribe to certain schools to get certain degrees because we know that when we have that badge of honor or that experience or that teaching, whatever it is, it makes you confident in your ability, exposes you to things you didn't know before, it gives you knowledge, it empowers you, and therefore you can confidently say, no, I graduated from the College of Medicine and I'm going to help you with this. I graduated from Oxford, I'm gonna do this. And people will be like, whoa, okay. Right? Unfortunately, marriage doesn't have that. Unfortunately, relationships don't have that. So we just wing it. And what I would like to point out is everything you learn about, every knowledge you get and apply and strategically move on forward in that same knowledge and application, you will get better at. Right? So your first building might not be amazing. Your first design will be terrible, but the second and third and so on. I'm not saying more relationships. What I mean is being aware that there's a learning curve in that space that you're operating in and applying the knowledge to it. Because I think for me, when I got into a relationship and I saw that it was hard, I was like, nah, this is it. No, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done, it doesn't have to be this hard. But who, who said? Who said it doesn't have to be this hard? I'm coming with my mindset. He's coming with his mindset. Where are we going? Do we have any terms of reference? Do we have a destination? What are our values? Like, what's the deal here, right? So I'm going to talk to us in a way that I believe could have been helpful to me at the start. And I hope by the end of this episode, you'll be able to have profitable relationships. And these are the relationships that will help you get better, help you build the businesses, become that career-driven person or achieve the great things in your career, achieve the great things in your ministry, in the vision God has given you for your life. I hope by this, that's the, my aim really, is that you will have that framework you will think about and know what to apply so that you can avoid bad relationships and get into good ones and if you are in a relationship already like a marriage then you can actually revisit and get healing and re-strategize so that you're on the right path right so let's get into it we're going to address this in a three-part approach you 
them and the contract or the agreement, right? So these are the three pieces that are key in a relationship. Let's start with you. You are a product of your environment. What does that mean to you when you hear that? What has your environment been like? I didn't know this. I knew that I grew up in a specific environment, but I didn't think I was a product of it. You know that kind of thing when you say, I've seen so much brokenness in marriages, but I'm the different one. And you can't really point out what makes you different. You don't even see the toxicity that was in others has been transferred to you. You don't see the issues that you have, the blind spots, because you grew up in that environment. I like this example where I would say, Growing up in a family where we speak a lot, we shout a lot, so I'll be like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm speaking normally, but we speak loudly and we're in debates and it's nothing. You know, it's just conversation. Afterwards, we'll have dinner. I would go to another person and they're just calmly trying to communicate and they'll be like, whoa, and they'll be like, why are you shouting? You know, and they'll be like, I'm not shouting. I would actually be shouting, you get it? But because I have been around people who shout, I hardly see my shouting as an issue or even that it is actually shouting. But in actual sense, it is shouting. And when I'm in a different environment, it will bring different connotations to whoever I'm talking to. And therefore, I would need to make adjustments. That's just an example of the power of the environment we grow in. And the interesting thing is about relationships we meet at a certain point in our lives. So the environment has had a chance to shape us, mold us. We have had our pain and hurt. We've had our perceptions of things and ideal situations or ideal ideas on how it's going to be in our lives. And then we meet somebody, right? And then we don't see what they see when they meet us. They might see the good things, but after that, what has your environment brought to you? I remember sitting down in my relationship. I had been married for about maybe four years or five. I'm not sure, but around there. And I was like, you know what? This man doesn't get me. I, I know what to do, how to do it. He doesn't understand. He's not complying. I was thinking that in my head. And I was like, you know, I'm ready for a divorce. Like, ready. I think I can find somebody else who understands me. We can be on the same page. We can be similar, more compatible. And then I was sitting on a table. It was a family gathering. I don't know if anybody in my family would even remember it, but it was a family gathering and we were sitting around the table and there were women only, aunties and stuff like that. And we were talking about marriages and their relationships. And I promise you, there was nothing positive that was being spoken. Women were encouraging each other to keep secret accounts. Um, women were encouraging each other to make investments outside their spouses and talking, talking down on their different husbands and stuff like that. And I just sat there and what came to mind was this is what you've been raised around. This is what you have known. And then the question that came later was, what makes you think you know better? That for me was an epiphany because I really thought I knew better. I had done some reading. I had an idea of how to make things work. And I didn't know that what had raised me was this notion of a woman, like these strong women who emasculated their men. These strong women who didn't need their men. And their men would be timid and small in their lives and the women would go ahead. But you see, that could be fine. It's like, oh, it's not their fault that they were strong and whatever. But the challenge comes in because all these women in all the talks, as I was listening to them, they really wanted their men to arise and be the men in their lives to to lead some things to to hold their hands and be something to support them and i was like that's really contradictory 
the same person you're pulling down will not be the next person holding you up. It can't work like that. So that gave me an awareness where I paused and say, I either want a good relationship and it will come with its challenges, or I want a bad relationship and it will come with its challenges. I either want to be married and have a successful marriage or not be married and everything has its own path. It's not right for me to be on this path. I want to be married, but I'm acting as if I don't want. So I decided to myself at time that I'm going to learn and unlearn. And in that moment, I understood my flaws. I just actually just looked at everyone and how they thought and everything. And I was like, that's, that's how I think as well. And that needs changing because it was toxic. And it was not going to give me the desired end that I wanted. A man who could lead, a man who was strong, supportive, a man who I could do life with. Because I saw these women and I saw, no, they don't have it. So if I'm doing what they're doing, what makes me think I'll have a different result? This is a self-awareness challenge. And it's not easy for most to be self-aware and admit the flaws. But if you don't, you keep repeating the mistakes you've been making and getting the same results. So I believe that it's worth your while for you to look at that and say, what does this mean? My environment, how I was brought up, what I believe is normal, what I expect in a man, in, in a woman, what I expect in a relationship, what is right about it? What is right about relationships that have been around me? What is wrong about it? And therefore you will see the patterns that are reflecting in you and you'll be able to say, okay, I need to work on this. And you can work on it through books, you can work on it through counseling, you can even on your own, you don't even need to be in a relationship. You can just say, I have these issues and I need help. I went deep into podcasts. There's a podcast called Marriage Today. Really helped me with a lot of things. I would listen whilst running and I would stop and say, what? You know, that kind of kind of enlightenment. Because I'd be like, oh my goodness, I've been doing things wrong. Oh my goodness, I've been digging my own grave. Kind of set up. So yeah, self-awareness is a big, big deal. Under you, the second point will be, you attract what you are. Mm, that is so true. You attract what you are. I'm not saying you will be exactly like whoever you attract. Like, oh no, they love singing, I love singing. So not necessarily that, but character stuff, value stuff, right? So if you're shallow, there's no way a deep person will connect with you and find like a future with you, right? If you're a disorganized person, you meet somebody who's organized and they might back away from it. I've seen that in a lot of leadership experiences that I've had in my business where I would be like disorganized and I would expect people under me to be organized and they would not, you know? And if they were, they wouldn't stay with me for long. They would quit because they'd get frustrated. It's the same thing. If you're always attracting confused people, toxic people, damaged people, hurt people, abusive people, it's time to pause and say, okay, it happened once, that's okay, but two times, three times, like there is a pattern that what am I doing that makes people who are going to hurt me find me attractive? Because if you don't ask that question, nobody will, and you'll keep making those same mistakes. And I have seen so many that were being beat down in university, in a relationship, continue to be beat down in marriage, and there was an, an unfortunate situation where a girl actually died. And that wasn't a surprise that he was beating her down. It was a shocker that he killed her, but it started way back, right? There were signs. Right? There's always a pattern that you see. And when you see that pattern in your life, pause and say, what am I doing? And so for me, for example, when I started seeing that I'm attracting disorganized people, people with a short-term outlook on life, like they want to make quick money and they'll come on my farm and want to make quick money, I realized I need to change my vision. 
right? So when a person comes and they want to make quick money with you, they bring their fast ideas and you're like, no, I'm going to think about it. Because you're not that kind of person. They'll get frustrated and they'll think, I'm not going to get away with any schemes here. And they'll leave. But if you are in the same zone, you'll be like, okay, how can we make quick money? You make it together, you make mistakes, they'll steal from you, they'll scam you and they'll move on, right? So you attract what you are. What are you? Don't criticize yourself. This is not to criticize yourself, but it's to identify those issues that you see, those patterns that you see, and develop yourself. You can develop, you can change, you can grow. And develop yourself correctly so that then you can begin to attract different people. And if you're always laughing and you have no plans for anything, you're not making any money, you're broke, right? You will attract similar people, right? And when you sit down and try to talk, both of you be talking about the binge watching of the shows you have watched months and months and it's pointless you have no purpose in anything and you might get along there but if you don't that will cause some crushing later in your relationship where someone is like i'm just pulling you away what are you doing here so that's something to think about isn't it back here to remind you that this is part one stay tuned next week for part two where we'll get deeper into this and get really really practical so that you can have actionable tips that help your relationship see you next week if you want to do more work on your relationships then i invite you to sign up for a class that i have titled relationships at work how to build strong lasting successful healthy relationships i believe it will be valuable to you you can find it in the description box my name is Memphis Tandis you can find me across all social media platforms like share and subscribe and i'll see you next week bye bye Thank you for joining me here on my lane audio experience be sure to subscribe and share and i can't wait to hang out again soon all right okay bye bye